Welcome to Hachzeik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. Hello, my sweetest friends, and welcome back to Hachzeik, our Daily Minimus. This is Sharm. We have today 58 as we continue through chapter 11, the long chapter 11 about the Meet of Nikias. We went through a number of the interpersonal interaction sins that people generally and consistently fall in, the Mesil Sharm enumerated, and right now we are up to the importance of cleaning ourselves out from whole falsehood, from, from lying, from Shekhar. And we discussed yesterday at length the uh, how, how Hashem looks at Shekhar, how it's a terrible, terrible thing. And by today, we're going to finish up this specific sin of lying and how, how important it is for us to be truthful and to clean ourselves out of any sort of connection to, to falsehood. Kvar Namar, we're going to start from the last um, puzzle that we said yesterday. Kvar Namar said in Sephania, She'eris Yisrael lo'yasu avlov lo'yadabra kosov lo'yamosu b'fiyam lo'shon tarmis. The remnant of Israel will not commit corruption, they will not speak falsehood, and a deceitful tongue will not be found in their mouth. So now comes Zechon Levrach Amru about MS. What does it tell us how important of MS? Gemara Shabbos tells us, The signature, the signet, the seal of Hashem is truth. As we know, kings used to be, they had their royal seal that they would stamp on certain letters or on a, to seal an envelope to show that that's their royal signet. So that is a representation of them. And it's usually, you know, the design has some relation to their kingdom, to their midos, whoever they are. So if we're saying the chosam of Hashem is emes, that's saying something. Surely if this is the thing, truth is the thing that is the signet of Hashem, how much is the opposite going to be disgusting and abominable in, in the eyes of Hashem? That's the same lotion we said before, Toeva. And Hashem warned us very much about speaking the truth and how important it is. In Zechariah, it says, these are the things you should do. Speak the truth with one another. It's important. Elsewhere in Shai, it says, the throne of, of Mashiach will be established by virtue of kindness, and he will sit upon it by virtue of emes, of truthfulness. The, 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 the foundation, the support of Mashiach is truth. It also says there in Yeshaya, for he said, Indeed, they are my people, children who will not speak falsely. Hashem speaking about uh, about Kaliso. Which seems to connect the fact that we are Hashem's people to being truthful. They're contingent upon another. If we are being truthful, then we are considered Hashem's people. If we're not being truthful, then maybe something else. Not necessarily so clear. Of course, we're always Hashem's people, but it's making a point. The city of Yerushalayim, the holy city, is called the city of truth, which is supposed to be a praise. Obviously, that's a big to show the importance of the chashivas, the prominence of the city of Jerusalem. They use the label of truthfulness. It's the city of truth. So clearly, being truthful is a very, very important, strong, um, desirable mida. In the Gemara Makos, Chazal tell us, the importance of truth is so much that you should even speak truth in your heart. Medoros so, is it's referring to, to a person there on such a madriga that they even in what's in their heart they speak truthfully. You can go in Rav Safra like the mice with Rav Safra. There's many different versions of this kind of story, but there's one specifically with Rav Safra, where he was down in Shmuel Someone came over wanted to buy something from him, a donkey from him, and he gave him a price, but he was in the middle of Shmuel But the guy, the buyer, potential buyer, didn't know that, so. Rav Safra ignored him because he was from someone else, and the buyer thought, okay, he must be, he's, you know, playing hard to get, I'll negotiate, and he gave him a higher price. He's like, fine, you don't want to, you know, dunk you for 100, I'll give it to you for 200. And finally, when the Rav Safra finished Rav Safra, he went back to me and he said, I only ignored you because I was in the middle of praying, I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you for the original price that you gave. That's, that's honesty in the heart. It's not even telling 
you know, falsehood externally in his heart, he was ready to accept it at the first price. So that that's what it means. Dover Amos that's a madriga to be truthful even in your hearts. magas to show you how far reaching the obligation of being truthful goes. And Chazal tell us explicitly in Bav Metziah that a Tamachacham has to be absolutely truthful. It's also for them to change their words, except for three instances. The three examples the Gemara gives, one is in reference to how much Torah they, they learn, they know, so they can be honest and, you know, they can try to be um, humble in that way and, and, and not, not share fully the extent of their Torah knowledge. Also, when it comes to intimate matters, um, privacy within them and their, their spouse and their home, that's something that they don't have to be truthful about because that's... That's a, you know, more of a, it's inappropriate to, to share those kinds of things. And then finally, um, when it comes to enjoying someone's um, house, when you're, when they're a guest at, by a host, they don't need to be so honest at how amazing the host was. It's a very interesting one. Um, how good the food was, how great the accommodations were, because they don't want people to hear about it and be like, oh, that's the place it goes. And then people are going to knock on this person's door. Oh, can I come for Shabbos? Can I come for a meal? That's also an area where, again, it's not saying lie right. Yeah, the guy's terrible. His food is horrible. No, it's, you don't need to be fully honest. You don't need to be totally explicit with every single element of truth. You could be in each of these categories. It's not saying you could totally lie and say, like, I don't know any Torah, I'm an Amaretz. Obviously, that's not what it's saying. It's saying, okay, you don't have to be fully honest with the extent of, like, oh, how many times have you finished Shas? Oh, you know, uh, m- maybe once, even though they know it's, they're already on their second or third time. You know, they, they, can, they can change their words a little bit. Cool. Some more, some more makoros for the importance of emes. The Mishnah says that what is one of the pillars that the world stands on? Truth. It's a support for the world. In Cain, So if someone speaks lies, falsehoods, untruths, what they're doing is they're being ochre, they're breaking the, the foundations of the world. They're removing the foundations. One of the foundations of the world. And obviously, the converse is true as well. If someone is being truthful, then he is supporting a foundation of the world. It's a very positive, powerful, profound impact. There's a certain place, a certain city that was called truth. Because everyone there was so honest. There was so, so honest. So much so, it was just a special city. It's such shmira, such such safety and, and guarding um, and, and special attention for how honest they were as a city, as a place, that the Malcham the angel of death, wasn't able to be shalit there. People wouldn't die. People lived to old, old, old ages. In this city, there was a certain Rav, and his wife spoke untruthfully. She changed her words, and, and Chazal, the Mepharshim say it actually wasn't necessarily even the wife, it was, it was the Rav himself, the Rav himself. Even though it was, he meant well, it was, it was in one of these examples where the Gemara says it's loud, like, oh, like it was in reference to something intimate. He didn't want to share the, the, the full honest details, change his words. There, that incited the Malcham against the city, and people started passing away. At a young age, until they threw out of the city, they realized what had happened and what she brought upon the city, and they and they expelled her from the city because of that. And then they returned back to their tranquil, peaceful state of of not having the malchamavas attacking them. So, just to be clear, it was not a terrible, terrible thing that they that he or she or her husband the Rav lied about or weren't fully truthful about that Indian. It wasn't that as a consequence. As a punishment, the Malcham came back and started killing young people. No, 
It's natural that in any place, unfortunately, there's people that die in old age, and unfortunately, there are tragic accidents, incidents that happen, um, sickness, whatever, that the young people die young. It happens. It's, it's the natural order of things. But they were such a special city to the level of honesty that even the natural order of things, the Malcolm Abbas wasn't able to make sure people die young. So once she put a little crack in this honesty and she told this slight untruth, that already brought in the Malcolm Abbas and then he was able to do his natural order of things, which is, okay, sometimes people die young. Point being, it's not that it was a punishment so people died young. It was, it just it removed the shmir so the Malcolm Abbas was able to do his normal, normal job. And then, of course, once when she, she left, or the Rev left, or both, uh, presumably both, then the city went back to its, 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 its previous state where it had a complete uh, safety for the Malachim office. So, MS, very, very important MS, just a very, you know, I guess more broadly, a little a little more abstract, I'm just thinking, like, what, what why is truth so important? Um, aside from the obvious reasons, if you could just speak it out a little bit, Hashem made the world a certain way, right? Hashem wants us to live a certain way. Hashem gave us the Torah with specific parameters of what's right and what's wrong, right? So, when we start breaking truth, when we start not valuing what is absolutely truth and MS, it, it, it tears at the very fabric of a normal society of, 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 at a community level, as, at a national level, at a worldly level, or even an individual or familial level. If you can't rely on people being honest, then it, everything falls apart. Everything falls apart. So, of course, truth is, 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 is paramount. And Midrash like we said yesterday, you have to distance yourself very much from truth. And we have um, also a famous, famous idea even even in the letters themselves, we have MS and we have Sheker. Truth and falsehood. So MS is Aleph Mem Tav. If you look at the if in, in the Torah or in the, the not not script, but the regular letters of these uh, uh, that how they're built, they have, all have solid foundations. The Aleph has two legs, the Mem has a flat bottom, and the Tuf has two legs, right? So that has a foundation, it, it stands. MS withstands the test of time, it has a kiyom. Sheker, on the other hand, lies. They do not. The shin is, it comes to a point at the bottom. The kuf also is one one leg at the bottom, and a reish also is only one leg. Sheker in le as I'll say, there's no feat for sheker. Lies, you don't win. Even if you think you'll benefit, you're not going to benefit in the long run. There's no foundation. There's no kiyum. Uh, there's no long long life for sheker. It, eventually, it's going to crumble because we live in we live in the reality. We live we live in a real world. So MS is. Uh, of paramount importance to, to be as honest as, as, as we possibly can. Uh, yeah, so I had another idea. I'm blanking on it right now. Maybe I'll think of it tomorrow and I'll try to remember. But for now, let's, let's be Zoha to, to focus on truth, to avoid lies as much as possible, to be as honest as possible. And, and yeah, I'll end with this. The, the idea of the, come this week's Parsha uh, with Yaakov and Esav and Yaakov stealing the, the Bechorah, so just very quickly, some people can say, oh, I said yes, I said last, yesterday, Yaakov Hashemes, right? We're, he's our forefather, he's the father of the Shratim. And yet, we we see that he clearly tricked his brother, like we quoted last time, he tricked Esav, and seemingly he impersonated him and lied to his father. So even in the words themselves, you could see, and famously, um, Chazal tell us that, that Yaakov was trying to not say total lies. He was saying, Anochi, comma, it is I, Yaakov. Esav Bechorach, Esav is your Bechor, right? That's, that's one way of, uh, just a push it, push it way of touching that you, you want to say, he was trying to avoid lying. But in a deeper way, what this reveals to us is that when we say truth, it doesn't just mean that two plus two equals four, or th- th- there's, there's absolute truth this way and that way, and there's no room to understand that there's truth and there's false, but there's also this right and this wrong, right? So in this situation, 
the truth of that scenario was that Yaakov needed to take get the Bechorah and Bechorah, and it was meant for Yaakov to be the the forefather of Klal Yisrael, as his mother knew very clearly. And of course, this Chazal, you have to understand what was Yisrael's intention, what was Yisrael thinking with Esav. There's a lot we can talk about about that. Point being that, for example, if someone says, "Oh, I'm all about truth to the greatest degree, to the furthest extent." So then that same person, Chas Shalom, finds himself in a, in a scenario where their family is starving. And the only way for their family to survive is if they stole some food from the marketplace. Would that person not steal from the marketplace to, 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 to feed their family? Is that, is that, I'm only honest. I would never, I would never lie. No, there's right and there's wrong. It's not as clear. It's not always clear about lies and telling the absolute truth and telling a lie. There's, there's gray there. So this is an example. Yaakov Avinu, Yaakov Ish Emes, his absolute core Mida was truthfulness, and yet he did such a thing that seemed to be such a tricky, trickster, sinister thing. No, that is truth. Sometimes truth can look like a falsehood, but, but the, the, it's not about what's true and what's false. More importantly, what is right and wrong, which is really Emes La Mito. Um, happy to talk further with anyone about this idea. It can be a little confusing sometimes, but that's the idea. That there's truth and there's false, there's right and there's wrong. We want to be on the right side of both those calculations. Be truthful to ourselves, be truthful to others, be truthful to Hashem and distance ourselves from Shekhar as much as possible. Chaim, you have a wonderful day. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit Hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.